Good afternoon, people of New York, New Jersey. Well, I'm New Jersey, actually. Right in front, across Manhattan, New York. Right next next to the Statue of Liberty. I've been in New York for many, many years. And I moved back to New Jersey, where I was born, like about three years ago. And I'm feeling peace and happy. But actually, you can find peace and happiness anywhere you are. It's just a matter of what state of mind you are at and how do you manage to pull through every single situation every day of your life. Yes, life is a constant managing through all the challenges and all the good things as well. Good things are challenging as well. Not everybody's ready to take on the bad challenges, and not everybody is ready to accept all the goodies of life. Essentially, we need to be ready for the life that we choose. Not everything has to be out there for us. Not everything is meant for us to be or to have, right? But we should focus on the things that we want for us and make sure they will happen for us. Not being in this uncertain state of expectation where you wish for things we don't wish in the in the high mindset world we demand i demand things for me and for that i use affirmations incantations visual boards i demand for myself the life that i want and i'm you know i may not have exactly all these things but i'm in a way better direction than I was before in life when I was just wishing for things. Now that I demand things, my life is much more centered into a life that I want, into a life of choice, rather than expect things to be given to me. You know, I work for things. And you get a high chance of creating a better luck into your life. Today I want to talk about something that is present out there and we should be aware of what I call the window of tolerance. Now what does this tell you? Whatever it is, what tells you something is always going to be first filtered by the person you think you believe you are. You say you can't you can't process things that are outside the person you are not. It's always related to the person you are, the way you think the decisions you make, the results you get are all linked to the person you believe you are. And nothing can fall outside of that. It's called self-image. And that's what I've been a researcher for many, many years because it took me many, many years to understand what was going on in my life, to be able to accept that I wasn't going to accept the given conditions. So I had to get in a journey of reshaping my conditions by reshaping the person I believed I was. Technically, I was not meant to be the person I am today because the conditions that were around me since birth were not the ones that are around me right now. Why? Not because it happened randomly, because I chose to be out of that because that wasn't, those weren't the conditions that I wanted. So you are able to choose the life that you want. And be surrounded by the conditions that you choose personally. Not what life's, life or your parents or your environment gives you. 
that may be one thing. Like they said, if you're born poor, it's not your fault. But if you die poor, it was your responsibility to be able to change that. Well, I was responsible for the life that I wanted. And being directed to the life that I wanted create new circumstances. But circumstances that are created by me. They didn't happen randomly. And if I don't like something, I work on changing it. And so can you. And since I got in this, to this journey and I reversed my life and my conditions and my life is... My life makes me happy right now. Everything that happens is is there because it has to be there because I chose to. Not because it just happened. I never wish for things to be better. I demanded to be better at life. And that makes you better in choosing the destiny that you want the way you want it. Again, what I'm calling today the talk is the window of tolerance. And it's related to the person you are and what you can tolerate, okay? When we think of what it means to feel mentally well, we often picture exuberance or excitement, right? But what really defines our optimal moments is that they are, they're the ones in which we're able to feel stable. That is to take things in our stride and to be neither wary nor fearful, bored nor manic. The goal of psychological life could be said to be stability. Yes. I didn't say to conform. I said stability. You don't want these ups and downs. You want a stability. Because when stability, you can operate and then be able to better take the downs, the strong downs, and the roller coasters on the up as well. But you need the periods of stability to be able to settle your mind. But it's unfortunate, therefore, how rarely we pay close attention to our levels of stability. We rarely directly interrogate ourselves as to the steadiness of our state of mind. And so allow our moods to yo-yo and veer, swinging between extremes without studying what activities, people, places, and... Thoughts have the power to push us beyond our limits. It is in this context that we might lean on one of the most useful and simple concepts in modern psychology. The idea of the window of tolerance. Our tolerance. This proposes that all of us have parameters within which we can operate comfortably with a sense of competence and security, adequacy and spiritedness. You see, challenges may come our way. We can, we can engage with them collectively. They aren't going to be the end of us and of everything we care for. We might feel tired, but we know how to offer ourselves the rest and calm we require to recover, isn't it? Or something or someone is proving very frustrating, but we don't veer into rage animated by a terror that everything is falling apart. Or you might, right? It doesn't have to be that way. We can pull a smile and forge on. Let's say we're under pressure. 
that we don't have an impression of being persecuted. There's some gossip circulating about us. But we'll get on top of it mentally and find strategies to cope. Or we'd like to have achieved more. We aren't going to tear ourselves apart. Our moods are ebbing and flowing within a sustainable range. We are, as the psychologists would say, living safely within our window of competence. We could picture a dial within the dashboard of our minds a little like an airplane's altitude indicator where our moods moves up and down between two lines indicating our, self, our safe parameters. Let's say above the top line lies everything that feels overwhelming. This is where we slip into terror, hyper-vigilance, mania, guilt, or shame. And going down below the bottom line lies everything that renders us uncomfortably numb. Like states of debilitating loneliness, boredom, deadness, and alienation. If we're fortunate, our moods will deflect sustainability between the two lines. Like you want to float between those two lines, never go past the line above or the line below. Sometimes coming a little close to overwhelming, sometimes near to numbness, but always remaining within a harmonious window. But for many of us, one way to conceive our troubles is that we're continually, in one way or another, smashing through the mental window without even necessarily being aware of the zigzagging involved. The morning... I start well, but by midday, something has triggered a breach, and we're soon in a zone of high anxiety and self-persecution, let's say, which is then followed a few hours later by mute sensations of no loneliness and despair. We feel tossed from one extreme to another. Life is like an uncomfortable storm, right? So... Remaining within our window of tolerance is a skill. And those of us who find it easy to be there probably learned the art of self-regulating in childhood by having been closely coached by a loving adult. This person who would, would themselves have known how to remain within their window will have been on hand at moments when we feel terrified and would have known how to make the world feel manageable again. We would have trusted them. And they would have helped us deal with incipient feelings of shame or guilt. They would have sensed when it was getting too much and we were exhausted or needed to be held calmly for a while. Likewise, they would have picked up on our feelings of numbness when suppressed anger or self-hatred were blocking our ability to be authentic and purposeful. Luckily, even if we lacked such a person, the skill can be learned. The first step is to get a picture of the window of tolerance in our minds and to develop the habit of looking at it consistently. Much as good, a pilot will keep their altitude indicators 
always in view on a plane, an airplane. So we should learn to determine at all points of the day what sort of direction our mood is heading in. And when we sense that we are on a slightly overly aggressive trajectory towards the top or the bottom borders, at the earliest moments, should take light aversive action as though we were playing a particular kind of psychological video game, right? For this maneuver, we need to start to notice what in our way of life threatens, often insidiously, to send us out of the window of tolerance and everything that we know can bring us back into it. You can do this. Through a lot of self-observation and introspection, we might realize, for example, that spending too much time on social media, for example, or seeing a particularly competitive acquaintance, or visiting a demanding family member, or drinking, or interacting with a certain colleague, are all at risk of sending us beyond our window, and should therefore be undertaken only with the greatest care and in limited doses. At the same time, we should observe and cultivate everything with the power to bring us back into that window. Like, for example, something that may help you, maybe a, a long hot bath or early bedtimes or reading history books or singing or walks in the nature. I like singing, for example. Or a lot of time on our own with a diary in a trusted kind friend who knows about suffering that we like to talk to. All these are examples of what you can do and find your own. So remaining vigilant about our course through the window of tolerance might require us to be rather firm with ourselves and others. At points, we might need to moderate our people-pleasing impulses in the name of saving our own minds. Because you can't be trying to please everybody, even if you have that nature of pleasing people, which is not a bad thing, but it's bad if you overdo it. There's a moment where it gets to you. You can't be immune to that, to other people's issues, if you keep constantly trying to get into it to make them feel released. Sometimes you have to take a break from that, from everything you like, Every extreme is not recommended. We might also start to tune into the windows of tolerance of these around us. We might stop trying to have certain difficult conversations with people when they're obviously far too in breach of our limits to listen to us. And we might feel more compassion for people who aren't simply evil or mad, but maybe they're temporarily, for reasons we can guess, at operating in the far extremes of their own windows. Sometimes we, we don't have to judge people because they might be at their own or beyond their own limits and it's just a bad timing. Sometimes we get into arguments, discussions, fights because it's people operating outside both of them, outside their window of tolerance. Because sometimes... 
if one of them it's outside their window of tolerance let's say that that's the other person and they come to you and they really react in a very aggressive way towards you but you're not outside your extreme and you're in a very calm steady state then you may be able to say well okay let's let this go okay i'll call you tomorrow so you don't react because you understand where they are at sometimes it may happen the other way around you may be reacting and people will say well it's okay we'll see it we'll we'll discuss another time because they understand that unconsciously but when you're both outside, then it's with these fights happen. Have you been there? <laughs> I've been there many times. Clashing with people. I had many of these moments. But fortunately, after I started realizing what this is, I try always to be under inside my window of tolerance. And so can you. You see, we need to keep the, this dial on the emotional dashboard of humanity always in our sights and do everything we can to stay artfully within these safe parameters. What do you think about this? Do you feel projected into these images? Like, did did you get what the window of tolerance may be? You have the, the upper part the lower part, and you want to try to fly with within these two lines, right? Whenever you cross these lines, these bad feelings are going to happen, and when you clash with others that are also outside their limits, bad things happen. You don't want that. I, I, I've had friendships that have broken because we clash in the wrong timing. Did I regret? Of course. I didn't want to lose a friend. And they might be in the same position. And at the end, you analyze saying, you know, maybe it was meant to happen that this friend is no longer a friend. Maybe is an acquaintance right now. Because you are at different levels. So after it happened that way, you understand and you're trying to give it a meaning. And we can always choose a meaning for it. You control meaning, nobody else. Hopefully they find their own meaning. And they don't just, and it doesn't mean for them that it's your fault or they're blaming you or they hate you now. Hopefully they go beyond these bad feelings and give it an empowering meaning. You can do the same thing. And that was the purpose of me explaining this part of life, the window of tolerance. How do you deal with this? What can you do with this with now, from now on that you know and you're aware of this? I think you can do a lot of good with this. I think you can explain others what's happening. And always when you see somebody that they are way outside of their own parameter, even if you are, but being aware of this, you can go safely back into this and say, you know what? Let's talk tomorrow in a good way. Okay, don't create bad feelings of saying, you know, you're crazy, you're bad, you're evil. No, it's not that. None of that. Nobody's really evil in this world. I don't think anybody would have been born evil. But then they start relating to those uncongenial circumstances that they're going through. 
and then they just match it when there's no need for that. Your life is a pendulum. It goes from one side to another, being one side positive, one side negative. And the secret is to find the correct stability between and knowing how to operate on each side. You are certainly born with the capability to do this and not be let to be guided by those negative emotions and react. We're not chameleons that change colors depending on situation. We're not person that people that have to react. We can process each situation, give it a meaning, and then all of a sudden the circumstance changes. And when you give it a meaning, that circumstance becomes favorable all of a sudden. I'm here to tell you that you have that power. Yes. Power is something that you may have heard from the movies, from the cartoons. Well, it might be true, but it's also true that you do have the power. And power is something that doesn't happen randomly. It's something that we manage. When you're able to manage your own feelings, your emotions, your window of tolerance, we can say that you have power. That's what real power means. That you are in control. And when you're in control of these things, circumstances blend in. And so do the results. Then all of a sudden you're living a life that you are choosing. And not that it's being randomly thrown as a world's left over into your lap. Choose wisely, my friend. And the choices start to become wise when you control what everything means to you, your moods, and your emotions. You can do this. This has been Emilio from New Jersey, your area, and hopefully this message spans around the world. If you know anybody that can benefit from this, if you made it through this, I recommend listen to all the other podcasts that I have recorded. Okay, They all have something for you here. And I will greatly appreciate it if you recommend it to people that may benefit from this, that have the ears to hear, and that are in the appropriate moment to come across this right information. Information doesn't come all together in life. It comes at the moment that it has to. This has been your moment, and I hope that you can find others who can find theirs. Thank you for being here. Thank you for supporting me and in yourself and I'm here to support you I'm here to tell you that you can do this you have what it takes to resolve and find your direction peace